Excellent. Britt, welcome to episode eight. Can you believe we got here? I can. Okay. We got a while to go. (laughs) Well, yeah. But we also have short attention spans. We do. So, (laughs) round of applause for us. We do. And uh, this episode, I think we missed an opportunity. It's called Three's a Crowd. Mm. We didn't have a guest on. We done fucked up. I know. It's hard to have guests these days. I know. The whole COVID thing. Wompity womp womp. But our listeners can be our guest. You can be. We're going to have a threesome with our listeners. Yeah, that wasn't weird at all. It's sexy. Just a sexy podcast orgy. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Great start. This episode's going to get wily, guys. Zinni's already pro threesome with the audience. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, where we discuss sex in the city, episode by episode. We are exploring how the story shaped our understanding of being a modern woman, what sexuality can be, and all those naughty bits. I'm Zimmy, your cultural sex guide. And I'm Britt, your super sex positive pop culture geek. And this, and this is, is Funky, Funky Spunk. Let's do it to it, honey. Get into it like a threesome. Uh, Just jump in there. Just jump in there. I read an article today about how to have a threesome. Really? Uh, It was, I don't know. I went down an internet wormhole today, which somehow didn't land me in porn, shockingly enough. I'd prove it. I don't believe you at all. (laughs) And uh, apparently it should be more like a jumped into rather than a planned thing. Well, yeah, we might actually uh, talk about that a little bit. I know. I'm jumping ahead here. You love to do that. Mm -hmm. So this episode starts off with uh, Charlotte has met a man at a fundraiser. Okay, wait. We are in episode eight and Charlotte's had three serious boyfriends. And by serious, I mean like convinced she's going to marry them. Yeah, she's probably the sluttiest of all of them at this point, actually. I know. know. Damn, Charlotte. And by slutty, I mean. Right. Consensual adults. Yes. Right. And we I'm, don't we I don't, don't slut shame on this podcast. We don't slut shame. No. Um yeah, so she meets a man at a fundraiser. They start dating. He's pretty cute. They're getting along really well. And he asks what her fantasies are, which I feel like is a really inevitable but good question to ask early on in a sexual relationship. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you not lay in bed with your partner after starting to like get to know them on the bedside and then start wondering these things? Yeah, the thing that threw me off was the early on. Oh, I feel like that's still definitely in the like, you've been on a handful of dates. Things are seem optimistic, but you're not yet like, you don't have a toothbrush there yet, you know? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Cool. Well, she responds with something really lame. Well, I guess I shouldn't, I shouldn't shame. If Way that's to be a shamer. I know. I just, she wants to have sex and she wants to do it in her parents' bed. And that just doesn't seem like much of a fantasy to me all of my friends in high school did mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yep yep yep, yep been yep. there done that mm-hmm, anyway yep. <laughs> so he's getting around to the fact that he wants to have a threesome he butters her up tells her how pretty she is how sexy she is which she is she is and actually she doesn't react how i would typically no this understand is not, charlotte to react no this is not the same up to butt reaction Mm-mm. or blowjob reaction Mm-mm. both of those were worse reactions than this one <laughs> Right? She's kind of into it. And she brings it up to the core four at their like ca- cafe round table. 
pretty optimistically. Yeah. I think she was definitely looking more for guidance than to be talked down or out of, out or into it. Mm-hmm. Um, this brings uh, all four of them way in on their opinion. Mm-hmm. Which matches their character arcs. Sam is totally into it. Only if you are the visitor. Right. You have the, to be the guest. The guest star. Uh, Miranda is against, I don't know if she's actually against it or if she's like bored with it. I feel like it's more that he wanted it and therefore she's against it. Whereas if it were a potential fantasy of Charlotte's that was like truly Charlotte's own fantasy, I think Miranda would be like, fuck yeah. And I think this is what annoys me about Miranda's character. Cause she like always has to be on the opposite side of something. But maybe I wonder what that's like being in a friendship. I was just going to say maybe it annoys me because I identify with it too hard. <laughs> what a bitch. That must be exhausting, you know, to be yeah. her friend. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if she ever does a podcast, there's going to be an entire section dedicated to bickering. <laughs> that will be alluded as debate. Mm. Healthy debate. <laughs> so they all, all take their turns explaining who they would have a threesome with if they've had a threesome. They do describe threesomes as the new blowjob of the 90s. And what's that of the 80s? The, oh, anal sex or any (laughs) sex at all. What do you think is the new blowjob of the 2000 and wherever we are now? Mm, Quarantine hookups? I don't know. Uh, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. I tried to think about this today and I, what are the kids doing? Have we finally come to the point where we are too locked in our relationships to have a pulse on modern sexuality? To know what the new hotness is. Oh my God. We made a podcast for this. I know. And now we don't know. I'm going to say, and listeners, please comment if this is (laughs) inappropriate. We make mistakes too. So we're here to talk things out and learn with you. And watch the episodes with you. So I'm going to say that it's pansexuality. Hmm. I can see why I was going to say that it's just pure casual sex. I think casual sex is far more acceptable than it's ever been. I think like gender fluidity, though, mm-hmm. is I see a big part of that. I do, too. People yeah. feeling more comfortable expressing that yeah. with different genders. Uh, yeah, this makes sense. We finally have better language, uh, better sources, better people in the spotlight to say that it's okay to be fluid and to, you don't have to be, you don't have to fall in some box of expectations, whether that be gender or sexual preference, right? orientation, sexual preference. I watched Amy Coney Barrett stuff. Now it's stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. Let's move past it. So that's what I think is the new sexual frontier. I'll take that. And they all go through taking turns. Nobody picks Miranda for a threesome. Okay. So this scene is hard because I feel like I've been Miranda in this scene. Never specifically with threesomes, but you're definitely sitting at the table and then you watch all the people around you be like, yeah, buddy up. Yeah, let's we're picking teams. And then I'm like, oh, shit. No one's coming for me. Don't spiral out of control. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. (laughs) Counseling. Like literally, that's, damn, that's so accurate. (laughs) She didn't get picked for dodgeball or for a threesome. Mm, Me neither. Which, I don't want to have a threesome with my friends. No. I am pro, well, 
I definitely take Samantha's side on this. If I were to do a threesome, I would want to be the guest star and it would be with strangers or like, you know, met at a party strangers. Yeah. She mentions later with her therapist that she describes a dream that she had that she's in the sandbox with Samantha, Carrie and Charlotte and no one will play with her. And she mentions to the therapist if your friends won't go down on you, who will? And I'm thinking, I don't want to go there with my friends. That seems awfully complicated. Oh, yeah, no. That is a whole new level of friends with benefits. Samantha is actually in a threesome, but she's not in a threesome sexually. She is banging a married guy. Oh, Samantha. And she. this is probably why she's like, I like to guest star. Yeah, that... That scene is a hard scene because especially like growing up with Sex in the City. So essentially he's in the bed. He talks about how much he loves that she's not his wife Mm -hmm. and how his wife won't do this and blah, blah. And it kind of like perpetuates this idea that once you're married, uh, the women become sexless and the men become extra needy on their sexual needs or whatever. It like perpetuates this TV stereotype that I have been afraid of in real life. Maybe since this episode aired. Absolutely. It's something that is top of mind for, I I think, people going into marriage. Yeah. Because, you know, TV, pop culture, like one, I am glad that we're talking about sex more, right? Like I took away, took that away from this show of, okay, it's okay to talk about sex. It's okay to whatever. Um, but what I feel like pop culture continuously permeates is this idea that adultery and cheating in all of this is rampant. And it's like, is it? Is it in real life? Right. I don't know. Is it? In How real do you know? Life? Because it's kind of taboo to talk about it. Because otherwise, I that's probably where my shame comes in. We're terrified. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Carrie's threesome. Yeah. Carrie finds out. Okay. This is not one of the best moments for Carrie. Yeah. Carrie, fi- well, she has made terrible decisions leading up to this. Okay. Oh so the, I am not surprised. Even a little bit rewatching this, I am not surprised. Rewatching this, I'm like, how in the world did everybody fall in love with Big and Carrie? I know, exactly. Carrie finds out that Big has not only had a threesome, but he had a threesome with his ex wife. Mic drop. What the fuck? He's been married and he didn't mention it. I don't know how you get that far into their dating because at this point, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks, maybe a couple months of hanging out. So, like, the ex-wife should have come up. It's been long enough. Yeah, yeah. The threesome, maybe not, but the ex-wife, yes. I would have been thrown, too. Yeah. I would have had so many questions. Like, sorry, you're you're not going to work today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take the tie right back off. It's not going to be sexy. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. I have some questions. Yeah. 20, in fact. Buckle up. Uh, So, instead of, you know discussing with big like an adult she decides to check out the ex and we have to think they don't have facebook right now they're not like she's not looking at photos she actually makes an appointment with this person i know ballsy this is insane literally this takes like getting on social media and granted this is the 90s that didn't exist but still it takes it to a whole new level and then it gets worse. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Takes a second meeting with her, gets drunk on wine in the middle of the day, still does not mention that no. she's dating big, and then continues to ask her questions 
about the relationship. Nothing good can come from this at no. all. I no. even, I can't imagine. Okay, haven't you been in that position though where you're like, I see a train wreck coming, <laughs> but I'm going to keep pushing through. You know, honestly, I, uh, there's a, vin- like, not vindictive, but the like gossipy slash dramatic side of me would really love being the ex-wife in this moment. Cause she obviously knows she goes, so do you have somebody special or do you, are you seeing someone? And Carrie's like, not anybody special. Meanwhile, we find out that but they know he still talks or she still talks to big. Yeah. So they've been talking about Carrie. I would be more mortified and embarrassed of that. Oh my God. I couldn't believe that wasn't the part that like she spiral shamed about. Exactly. Shame spiraled. But she didn't. She just continued to sulk and not communicate with her partner. And they end up working it out at the end of the episode, which was very, I think that he handled it really well. He did. I don't know how he hasn't seen the flags. Uh, Samantha's threesome also. (laughs) Samantha's threesome goes sour at the end of the episode. And by goes sour, it's the one time in history that he's going to break up with his wife to be with the mistress. And she's like, no. I know. And then the mistress calls her and the, says, I will, the wife. The wife calls her. The wife calls the mistress and says, I will invite you into our bedroom. And I was like, no, lady, mm, come mm-mm. on. No, mm-mm. I'm out. If you want to sexually explore, you don't do it with the mistress. No. Well, yes. some people, I mean, I, I mean, know. maybe some people do. Obviously, I don't think I've been a mistress or invited a mistress into my bed before. You don't know if you have invited a mistress into your bed before? I don't. I don't know if I've been a mistress, okay, <laughs> but I have not invited a mistress into my bed. Okay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. The English language, ladies and gentlemen. And then to bring it back around, Char actually decides to kind of lean into this threesome thing. She likes this guy. She's like, maybe it'll bring us closer. Having sexy dreams. How well do we even know all the people that we sleep with? You know, she's like handling it really mature. She sees this like super hot blonde at a party. I've always wanted to go to a masquerade party. Well, maybe we'll have one for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And he just basically jumps into bed with this other woman and just forgets Charlotte. It's not at all like the fantasy that she had in her dream. I don't even think that's what a threesome actually looks like as it starts. Like it is such a bizarrely awkward Charlotte's in the middle. They're looking at each other. You can feel the sexual tension even as a viewer. It seemed like a very sober threesome. Yeah, which I don't... If I were ever to go down the threesome path, I don't think sobriety would be a part of it. Mm, mm-hmm. But then they literally boot Charlotte out. I don't know if it's... a. But I mean, they definitely were not paying any attention to her, but she walks out. She leaves and doesn't look so good in that it. dress. Not many people can pull off that lilac color, but dang... She looks great. She does. Mm -hmm. Good for you, girl. Mm -hmm. So we're not really sure if these threesomes are working out for any of our characters, which brings us to our second segment, Getting Dirty. Getting Dirty. Two threesome or not two threesome? Is that confusing? So many prepositions. (laughs) Shall, (laughs) Shall people have threesomes or shall people not have threesomes? All right. I'm curious to hear how the listeners vote on this one. Mm. For those of you who are uh, just joining us, Britt and I will each get one minute on the clock to debate our side. And then afterwards, we get to each ask each other a question. And then you guys get to decide who won. Okay. Yeah, Zimmy. I am going to argue pro threesomes. Uh, this argument is a little on the silly side. Wait, 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 wait. We got to start the clock for you. Well, I'm not making the argument. I'm just okay. prefacing the argument. 
this is a little on the silly side because I've not actually had a threesome. Okay, but you are advocating that threesomes are a good idea. Yes. Okay. Yeah. One minute on the clock. Ready, go. Okay. All right, Demi, tell me when I'm ready to go. Ready, go. As human beings, I think we're all relatively curious creatures. I think we all wonder what is happening on the other side of the wall. Is that grass greener? What's going on there? And I think as humans, it's natural to maybe wonder about other people and explore other people. Uh, with that being said, I think pro, I am pro threesome because why not get a little saucy and see what happens? Sexuality should be about expression. Sexuality should be obviously consensual. Uh, and so if you and two other individuals want to get down in the hay, it sounds like a good new experience to me. Yeah. Okay. Get laid, everybody. Get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you ended strong. (laughs) Uh, Notice that threesomes are for any and all genders. I just want to make that clear because it's going to come back later. You're going to counter my incredibly foolproof argument. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to begin now. I would argue that threesomes are not a good idea. Because I think it only forces you to indulge in that curiosity and to act on your urge to see what is on the other side. But I don't think that as we evolve sexually that going on every impulse is the best idea. And I think that honestly, if you are doing a threesome, you are looking for something else. I think Big mentions that in the episode that they were both looking for something else. And the threesomes didn't work out in any aspect in this episode. And I think it's because they weren't focusing on what they needed. So I yield the rest of my time. I <laughs> 10 seconds. I'm not into threesomes. I, uh, all right. Strong, firm stance on not being into them. I have a question for you. In your 20s, while you were single and, you know, living that club life, Mm -hmm. because we actively did that. I worked at a club. Yeah. 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 Do you think you could have found yourself in a position to have a threesome? I did find myself in the position to have a threesome. Not could I have. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And I think we know the answer, but what decision did you make there? I did not have a threesome. Why? just didn't seem fun to me. I didn't Mm. feel like I was going to get all of the attention. I like having all of the attention. Oh, okay. (laughs) We see the real argument here. (laughs) Zimmy is a selfish lover. (laughs) That is not true. That is not true. (laughs) I wouldn't say that having all the attention means things being done to you. It means having someone's undivided attention, Mm. even when you're doing things to them. Okay. And I don't think that I was going to get that. Mm. So uh, my question to you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that adults should act on every urge of curiosity that they have? I think this goes back to that central idea of consent. Uh, curiosity is... Curiosity shapes your understanding and your knowledge. So I think there's so much positivity when you're exploring. Uh, I think sexually it is really good to explore and go down avenues that maybe you're not sure if you're going to be into, but you're open to try and finding out what works and what doesn't work. 
where I think the key communication is the key is communication, uh, which is why I think being a guest star is easier than being in a relationship and inviting somebody else in. Do you think that follow up question, do you think exploring is the only way to figure out those things about yourself? Not necessarily, but in the realm of sexuality, there's so many places for you to potentially go down a fetish or a fantasy or a desire through, you know, porn and other areas in the the dark internet uh, where you could explore this. But why not do it with somebody that you have a connection with? Why go down kind of that solitary path when you could potentially in an open, healthy, good relationship, explore it there? Okay. Well, you tell us. Go on to our Instagram at Funky Spunk Podcast and uh, vote on our poll. I know. Are you guys pro threesomes or anti threesomes? We're going to find out. I'm curious. I don't know where it's going to land. Yeah, I'm curious too. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, listener. We love pretty things. Do you? I bet you do. Our newest sponsor is Reverie Floral, a custom floral and design shop located in Denver, Colorado. The shop focuses on large events and weddings and rad floral installments. Reverie's a big fan of us. We're a big fan of you. So obviously, this is a match made in flower-filled heaven. Check them out at reveriefloral.com or on their Insta at reverie underscore floral and revel in the pretty with us. Welcome back. Did you guys like our new sponsor? I bet they did. I know they did. <laughs> Plus, it's me speaking this time. Mm. <laughs> uh, I also want to take a moment to shout out our friend's um, role for Blink. It is a new podcast out. It is a role-playing game. It's hilarious. And it's also brought to you by a Vague Idea podcast network. So, mm. yeah. If you like uh, role-playing, if you like Dungeons and Dragons... It's hilarious and you're going to love it. The Venn diagram of listeners who love Sex in the City and D&D. I mean, if you has love... Has to be large, yeah, right? If you love sex, <laughs> you'd obviously love Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. You're certainly a certain type of person that's really into certain types of things and like, get curious. And your name is Zimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and Brit doesn't judge. <laughs> they definitely got one extra listener from this. Uh, <laughs> so we are back for our third segment, Sexpert. What's it called, Timmy? Sexpert. Episode eight. How many times do you think we've said Sexpert in our eight episodes? Not enough, Britt. Okay. More it's- Sexpert. <laughs> exactly. Hashtag more Sexpert. Uh, each week, one of us quizzes the other on a specific topic. Sometimes it's sex, sometimes it's not, but you guys can follow along as you listen. And then we tally up the points and at the end of the season, we're going to see who wins and who gets that bottle of champagne. And I can tell you right now, Brit is always winning. I know. (laughs) It's a weird personality trait of mine. (laughs) Don't you get tired of winning? Don't you want me to win just once? I did give you an easy question on this one. Oh, wonderful. Well, let's get into it. Hoping that you can get one more point. Maybe one. Maybe one. That's my goal. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to shoot for the stars too. (laughs) I believe in you. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay, Zimmy. Are you ready to see if you are a sexpert? I'm ready. Okay. I have a threesome of questions for you. (laughs) 
I'm so clever. <laughs> uh, you didn't like my puns last time either, even though I repeated them like 16 times. I um, just really need people to recognize my creative genius. Anyway, because I'm so creative, this first question is another statistics question, which I know you love because they're just pulling numbers out of thin air. Okay, let's see. Okay. <laughs> but it's always great to learn on the other side, right? Question number one. What percentage of Americans have admitted that they've been involved in a threesome? Ooh, I think the keyword is admitted. Yes. I am going to 27%. Okay. So you think just over a quarter of Americans have had a threesome, admitted to having a threesome. Yeah, I think Americans are pretty prude. Mm. Uh, I'm going to give you this point. It's yes, 21%. Uh, so it's a few off, but I think in the grand scheme of, well, not a single person is surprised that it's just barely 20% of people. Ugh, I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling sexy. I'm feeling confident. You might get two points today. Oh, maybe. Okay. Oh, okay. Question two. This is a multiple choice question. Okay. I like multiple choice. Mm -hmm. What is a threesome called when it's two men and one woman? A, a devil's threesome. B, two stroke motor. <laughs> C, building a tent d the cross-country skier <laughs> i didn't know that there were different names for it <laughs> <laughs> and now i want diagrams of all four <laughs> so if anyone uh, stay tuned to our future book based on our <laughs> podcast diagramming our thoughts yeah if, you, if anyone wants to draw diagrams of these and send them on in i would be very interested because I'm not Googling them, that's for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't camp, ski, work on cars at all. So I'm going to say the devil's threesome. <laughs> the devil's threesome. We're going with A, ladies and gentlemen and people. She's accurate. I made the yes! other three up. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to see the diagram. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, a book coming on our thoughts. Because most... <laughs> of those were made up yeah cross-country skier i don't i don't fucking get that building a tent in the two-stroke motor though <laughs> clever i am going to i'm going to draw them up actually okay so zimmy has her first double point oh my god such a two good in week. a row and you still have one more question and this last question i actually think you might get oh i might have a threesome on the threesome episode uh-huh Actually, this last question is the only one I thought you were going to get. Well, that's not nice. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. Did you know that Samantha was born in England and immigrated to Canada? This is not the question. I'm asking you this. The actual character? Oh, shit. Uh, Kim Cattrall. Okay. Real name. <laughs> Real person. She was born in England and immigrated. To Canada. To Canada. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, that's great. Kim Cattrall has a favorite football team. And I mean football in the form of soccer. Football? Football. Mm -hmm. And this is relevant for the listeners to know that Zimmy had decided one day that she was going to be really into it. At the beginning of quarantine, I tried to watch a football game with her and it was so fucking boring. What? Uh, anyway, so what is Samantha's favorite football team? Uh, first of all, football is a beautiful game. Go Liverpool. Go Reds. Um... And I'm going to say Liverpool because everyone should be a Liverpool fan. Do you know other football teams? Yes, I do. Mm. And my, my team is Liverpool. Oh. I'm going to pick Liverpool for this one. You don't want to pick Barcelona? 
that's the only other team I know. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> I don't. Uh, three for three. Three for three on the three sub. Yes. The answer is Liverpool FC, which I don't know what FC stands for, but I did make sure that I got the letters right. Football club. Oh, that feels really obvious now. <laughs> yes, yes. The Venn yes. diagram of people that are listening to us for soccer-related information D&D and Sex in the City is getting smaller and smaller and it has pink hair. <laughs> I like her even more now. She's <laughs> super rad. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for you. Ugh, I'm just going to take this win and I'm going to finish this bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listeners, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will see you next week with a brand new episode. I wasn't joking about those diagrams. I really want to see them. Yes. Funky Spunk is brought to you by a Vague Idea podcast network and recorded at Steno Denver. Uh, you can listen to Funky Spunk at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like listening, please make sure to like and subscribe. And guess what? You can give us a positive rating and Apple doesn't care if you actually listen to us or not. So you could just do that. But if you got to this point, then or, you listened. Or you could listen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could just listen. Uh, questions for the show? Follow us on Instagram at Funky Spunk Podcast or email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. See you next week, guys. Funky Spunk Podcast is brought to you by Steno Denver, a rad boutique co-working space in the lovely City Park West neighborhood of Denver. If you are looking for a new place to work or you want to get those small businesses out of the basement, seriously, go check out Steno. It's a beautiful space. You're going to meet some amazing people and our listeners will get two free weeks of co-working. Just head to their website at stenodenver.com and use the promo code FUNKYSPUNK. Spunk.